Baylor University proudly presents The John Morris Show. Baylor University, where lights shine bright. This is The John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for the Baylor Bears. 351 Division I teams began the challenge back in September. Now, just two are left. Baylor and Notre Dame facing off on women's basketball's biggest stage, and only one of them will earn the title tonight of national champion. The John Morris Show is also brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Marineland Boating Center, Loop 340 and I-35 South in Waco, and on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. And by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. And ball knocked away, and that's the end of the game. The Baylor Lady Bears have won the national championship. The Lady Bears are the NCAA champions. They're bringing the trophy back home to Waco. How about that? 82 to 81. What a great game. It came down to the last touch of the ball. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. I want to uh, thank the NCAA Women's Basketball Committee. They got it right. They got it right on geography as best they could. Geography's going to always play a part, but they most importantly got it right on the S-curve. And um, the city of Tampa, what great memories my basketball team has just going to Turney Town, signing autographs. Now, from the Petty Clinic Low-T Studio, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. I like that's courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. That was one year ago today when the Lady Bears won the national championship in Tampa. Fun to uh, relive that uh, a bit with some highlights and hearing from Coach Kim Mulkey postgame. It was one year ago tonight, Baylor wins over Notre Dame, 82-81 to win their third national championship. You know, Baylor led by uh, 17 points in that game. Lauren Cox went out with a knee injury, missed the last 11 and a half minutes of the game, and that's when Notre Dame mounted that comeback. But Baylor had enough to win the game by one, uh, a Chloe Jackson layup providing the game-winning points, and the Lady Bears had their third national championship. Fun to look back at that one year ago tonight, and welcome in. Glad you're with us on this Tuesday morning. John Morris sheltered in at home here in the uh, front study of our home here in Hewitt. Q is uh, braving the outside world in the studio there, and Q, I appreciate you being there and getting us on the air this morning. Yeah, no problem. Somebody's got to brave the world, you know, and uh, what, yes. what better guy to do it than me so uh, <laughs> I really honestly as much as I love and I just really set up a studio at my house as well as much as I love kind of being able to work at home I also like the uh, ability to be able to get out and get a little bit of air and get a little bit of uh, somewhat normalcy even though it's nothing close to normal but uh, you know as I look around the, the radio station there's just a few of us here today uh, as it's been the past couple weeks but uh, just to kind of get a little somewhat normalcy kind of keeps me sane. 
I got you. Yeah. And I, I don't know this. We had not really talked about it. We haven't seen each other to talk about it. So when you're back on the air at noon, do you come to the studio or do you do that from home? No, I definitely do it from here at the studio. So I don't okay. Uh, okay. I don't get back to the house until about 4 or 4.30 in the afternoon. Oh, and okay. then I'm at the house the rest of the day. I got you. I got you. So, uh, so you and Ward and Steven, I guess, are there at the same time. Uh, from noon to three. Yes, and then Stephen holds it down from three to six p.m. with uh, Matt Mosley, but Mosley is in uh, Dallas. Right, right, gotcha. All right, sounds good. All right, there's the lay of the land there at the <laughs> studio, and and you know we kind of know this and maybe take it for granted that everybody does, but uh, so here's the way it works for me in this hour. I've got uh, a piece of equipment. It's a Comrex Access. If Bob Baker is listening, he'll say, that's right. You got it right. See if you can get the rest of it right. Um, and we have a, a – and it's a, a piece of Baylor's equipment, to be honest. This access is what we use to broadcast the games. And we've got four of these uh, mobile units, smaller units, and then there's two rack mount uh, units there at the station. So, uh, for the most part, football games, you know, go through the Learfield IMG College studios so we connect with them and they put it up on satellite and you and the other affiliates get it off satellite uh same for basketball men's and women's but then baseball and softball broadcast coaches shows things like that we connect straight to the station uh or actually the coaches show goes through uh, uh img also um so that's that's the way i'm connecting with this uh small piece of equipment and uh, connects right there to the station and uh, it's something that we use all the time. We use it for our game broadcast, and uh, it's coming in pretty handy here during this time of, of sheltering in for all of us. Yeah, no, it really is, and it's so funny when you think back and think of, of just the equipment, like the little piece of equipment that you're using that's allowing you to be able to do the show from home, and really it's, it's not like missing a beat, you know, and then Mosley's able to do the show from Dallas, and, you know, if I had to, I could take one similar to the house as well and do it, and it's just it's crazy how, how far we've come as far as uh, technology goes and we can just basically set up shop just about anywhere and do a do a show. As long as there's electricity and we can get some kind of internet feed, we're good yeah. to go. Yeah, exactly. And this one uh, I use with a Verizon uh, MiFi. That's the, the hotspot, more or less, you know, that I connect with using that. So I really could do it from anywhere with this uh, mobile hotspot. So right. works out pretty well. And uh, you did, by the way, you did get that uh, tie line that I handed off to Ward yesterday. Did. I absolutely okay. did get that. So uh, thank you for Let's that. Just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We're, we're clearing up and cleaning out some equipment uh, and uh, wanted to make sure it got back to in its rightful spot. All right, uh, Q, here's what we have coming up in the hour today. Uh, it's fun to check in with our coaches, see what they're doing, uh, what they're not doing, you know, how they're staying in touch with the student-athletes. Today we'll do that with Felicia Mulkey, Baylor's acrobatics and tumbling coach. Uh, you know, they were, uh, you know, steaming toward what would have been their sixth consecutive national championship. They'd already beaten Oregon uh, in the Farrell Center. They were scheduled to meet up with Oregon uh, this past weekend, I think. Yeah, it would have been out in Eugene this past weekend. And then the uh, national uh, championship, the NCATA national championship, would have been in Eugene this year as well, later this month. Uh, so we'll check in with Coach Felicia Mulkey and uh, just see how she's doing and how she is staying connected with her student-athletes in acrobatics and tumbling. Also, got some audio 
and uh, maybe you've seen uh, the video that goes with this uh, on social media somewhere or maybe on CBS this morning. So in preparation for the NCAA tournament, you know, a month or so in advance of the tournament, uh, CBS sends reporters out to various schools and they do some uh, just feature stories that will run over the course of March Madness. Well, CBS sent Dana Jacobson to uh, to Waco. Dana used to work with ESPN. Now she's on CBS this morning and is a reporter during the NCAA tournament games. And they sent her to Waco, and they did a feature story on Freddie Gillespie. And it's really good. And I had the thought, you know, did they ever really – did they ever finalize it? Did they ever put it together or is it just sitting there, you know, all the raw interviews and video and everything? Well, they did put it together, and they ran it on CBS this morning. And as I watched it, I thought, you know, that would translate okay in radio, just hearing the audio of that, you know, and not really seeing the pictures that go with it. So we'll let you hear that uh, coming up this hour as well. Uh, it's a CBS uh, feature on Baylor, on Freddie Gillespie, and, you know, where he came from, uh, from har- being hardly recruited at all, signing with Division Three Carleton College, ending up at Baylor, and finishing uh, all Big 12 here at Baylor in his senior season. So really good story by Dana Jacobson of CBS, and we'll let you hear that coming up in the hour as well. So we got all that coming up. We're glad you're with us on this Tuesday morning, sheltered in here in Hewitt. Hope you're uh, staying in as much as possible. This is uh, it's a rough week. There are some you know, jarring numbers that are being uh, presented to us. Uh, now over 10,000 deaths in the United States due to the coronavirus. So let's all do our part and be careful. Stay in as much as possible. Certainly stay out of crowds as much as possible and do the simple things like staying in and washing your hands and, you know, just staying away from uh, groups uh, as much as we can. Simple things that mean a lot. So hopefully we're all participating in that. We're glad you're with us on this Tuesday morning. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll be joined by Felicia Mulkey, Baylor's acrobatics and tumbling coach, Five straight national championships for uh, Baylor in the sport. Not a six this year, but only because there will not be a national champion crown this year. So we'll visit with her when we come back. Glad you're with us. John Morris Show brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Also brought to you by DMRA Fine Jewelers at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. And that's two for the Jayhawks at the end, but the Bears win by 12. Baylor's first win ever in Allen Fieldhouse. And the Bears, number four in the nation, impressive in a win over third-ranked Kansas on their home floor. Final score, Baylor 67, Kansas 55. And, John, this, this Baylor team is the real deal. The home of Baylor Bear Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. At Baylor University, students can shine in their own way. Or should we say their own ways? Because there's no limit to the ways Baylor students make the world a brighter place. Whether they're leading a student organization or following a higher calling, getting advice from faculty, or taking part in world-class research, pursuing their dreams, or working toward their dream job, students find their place to shine at Baylor, where lights shine bright. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries, celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas. 
Our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues, whether it's your foot, ankle, or your hand or wrist, knee or shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic. Trust the doctors at Baylor Trust, Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our goal is to get you back in the game. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Myatt Fuels. You call, we haul is a high-quality fuel and lubricant distribution company based out of Clifton and West. Myatt Fuels provides our local area with a wholesale delivery of on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol. Myatt Fuels has been in Central Texas for several years and based their success on the company's values, integrity, and commitment to their clients with superior service and dedication. Call Nick at Myatt Fuels with all your off-road, farm, on-road, and gasoline delivery needs. Now available non-ethanol gasoline. Call 675 8107 Myatt Fields or look them up on Facebook. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. This is the John Morris Show. Proudly presented by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Now, back to today's JMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us on this Tuesday morning, John Morris Show, brought to you in part also by Marineland Boating Center. They're at I-35 and Loop 340 South. On the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Check it out, Marineland Boating Center, making memories since 1983. And back with us and joined by Baylor's Acrobatics and Tumbling head coach, Felicia Mulkey. And, uh, Coach, I think I probably do this every time, but I start by saying how are you and glad to have you with us but uh you know these days that takes on a little more meaning coach how are you <laughs> hi john i am doing okay um good i i think probably like everybody else just trying to figure out this new norm uh, this temporary new normal we have going on yeah are you uh are you adjusting to are you being able to stay at home are you staying at home for the most part and adjusting to that okay i am i you know i I kind of bought in pretty early and stayed at home. My um, my husband, uh, I, we don't want to take any chances with his health. I know you know right. a little bit about his uh, history, right. so we've been we've been staying at home and um, trying to. I've created a little workspace at home. I'm not a stay at home person, so this is new for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, but we're making the most of it and just trying to do our part. Yep. Well, you tell Jeff I've missed seeing him at uh, HEB. I've been there uh, a little less frequently myself, but I've missed running into <laughs> him there. So uh, staying at home is the best thing to do, uh, and and sounds like we're all adjusting to that. What are you doing to uh, to stay in touch with your uh, your team, your student athletes? Well, it turns out I'm a Zoom meeting expert. I didn't ah, know that I was. I am that person that. Uh, 
did not like FaceTime very much prior to all of this. And, um, you know, I think what we realized right out of the gate uh, as this first started happening is it was the face-to-face contact we were missing. So lots of video meetings and um, just making sure that uh, our student-athletes are getting what they need and, and, um, you know, that just getting used to that new normal as well. I think the biggest thing for us was uh, just, you don't you take it for granted, right? But that just right. being we call it our living room. Mars McLean Gym is our living room. So being in our living room and interacting every day and laughing out loud and really missing that. So um we're trying to do some um within, you know, the realm of what we can do per NCAA, Big Twelve and whatnot, but just doing some video conference meetings within the classes and uh team wide and just, you know, trying to figure out a way to to leave our mark on this year. You know, and that's I have some meetings this week with the different classes and I want to talk to them about, you know, what do we we don't I don't think anybody wants to be remembered. This team doesn't want to be remembered for the COVID the COVID-19 team. <laughs> so what can we do as a team, you know, to leave um to leave a legacy and and make sure that next year's team and the future programs know what we're about and um so we're just kind of discussing all that and just trying to be there for them as much as we can. Yeah, that's a good plan. I mean, that's that's the best you can do right now. Do you try to give them uh, to uh, workouts, workout schedule, uh, nutrition, you know, advice, things like that, or is it more just being there and and being available when they need you for something? Well, one hundred percent being there and being available. My entire coaching staff, our we call it our village. Our entire village is there for them. You know, our athletic training and and nutrition, strength conditioning. You know, per NCAA guidelines right now, we can't make them do any workouts. We can provide some things for them that they can do, can't monitor it or, and, and um, you know, or, or hold them accountable for it or whatnot, which I completely understand and totally agree with that thought. You know, that's, I totally get that. So I think what the mental piece of it is this right now, we would still be at the height of our training. We would still be, we actually right now, um, we would have just come off our last meet at the University of Oregon, be training for the championship. So I think trying to help them understand that, okay, you know, we're not at the height of training right now. What can we do to prepare for next year? And then give them the tools to do that, even though we can't, you know, and, and those tools look different than, than if they were in here in front of us. Those right. tools are more uh, rehab and proactive um making sure that, that they're going to be in the best shape possible come fall. And that's just a little bit of a paradigm shift from them right now. So, um, they're, you know, we're providing things for them, but just like everybody else in the country, we can't, you know, we can't monitor it. Um, so just kind of um, do it on the honor system. Yep. <laughs> there mm-hmm. you go. Felicia Mulkey <laughs> is our guest, Baylor's acrobatics and tumbling head coach here on ESPN Central Texas. And coach, I know it's been a, a few weeks now. I just kind of want to take you back. And what was those conversations like when you basically had to sit down with the team and let them know that, hey, things are being shut down because of, well, this pandemic is going to be a lot more serious than most people believed at first? Well, that's a really interesting story because I think I was the only spring sport in the nation that was not with my team when this mm. news came out. Um, so basically, for 10 years now that this sport has been going on, we never really get a spring break because we're usually traveling on our spring break, um, be, you know, because we're kind of spread out all over the country and we use that time to not miss as much class. So we usually get a couple of meets out of the way. Well, this year, because we've grown and we have more schools near us, we actually got four or five days of the spring break. I think the athletes were actually going to get five days. So we flew out to South Carolina to Presbyterian College to compete. 
um, right at the beginning of our spring break, and the team headed back on Tuesday and kind of dispersed. And we were so excited to be able to give them that five days off, four days off in the middle of the season to really just kind of rest their bodies and, and mentally take a break and then come back and hit it hard. So that was on, we were on the way back on Tuesday, and I think everything kind of came down on Wednesday and Thursday, if I'm not mistaken, days, I don't know if it's how like this with you guys right now, but I'm having a hard time figuring out what day it is <laughs> each day. Um, but so I didn't get to sit down and tell them. I think that was one of the most heartbreaking things for us. I knew it was coming down the pipe. The last thing I wanted to do was for them to see it on social media. So we have a private Facebook page where they get alerts when things go on. And I actually uh, had to tell my entire team via our private Facebook page. Wow. That season was over, and and the seniors subsequently, you know, losing their their senior mm. year. So it was it was terrible, and um, I just wanted to hug them. I mean, right. we're so, our team is really close, and I just wanted to be in front of them and hug them and tell them it was going to be okay and we were going to get through this. So I had to do that initial, you know, minutes before it hit social media. I had to let them know via Facebook that this was going down, and then we we followed up when we could with a meeting. Um, and that, I guess that's what you're talking. We, we did have ended up having like a zoom video meeting, um, at some point after that. And it was pretty obvious that there was a state of shock there. It's grief for them. You know, they're grieving the loss of their season and the loss of their friends and their normalcy and everything. So we just kind of tried to talk through that and, um, you know, be there for them. So (laughs) it has been for us, I, I, I watched these videos of everybody doing their last practice and their last huddle break. And I'm like, man, what I wouldn't give for that. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. So have you seen them kind of moving forward the, the last few weeks, been able to, you see kind of like the healing process. You mentioned it was a, a grieving process, but have you seen them been able to kind of start to heal and kind of lean on each other a little bit to, to get through this? Absolutely. I mean, they're resilient and, and this young team showed that this year and they're, you know, look what little bit of competition we got, you know, they were, they're resilient and they are leaning on each other. Um, and they're all in their own place with it. That's how, that's how this kind of thing works. Right. So everybody is, is coming around is not the right word, but everybody's finding their way. Right. And I'm hoping that our, our team talks this week, um, we'll help them do that. Um, it was fun to honor our seniors. We did that on social media, and I don't know if you follow us on Instagram, but the comments under all of those senior posts, the majority of those were our team talking to their seniors, which was really cool. Um, and then, you know, what I've seen the most is um, random text messages. I got a text message from one of our athletes last night. She said, Coach Fee, I've, I've been watching video, and I really want to be in TOS next year. I know I can do it. She's a rising junior. Nice. And this is – you know, and I was like, uh, for me, that was a sign. Like, uh, yes, I, I said, you have no idea how much I love this text. <laughs> what, can, you know, let's talk about this. We're going to talk this week. Let's talk about this. And her response to me was something along the lines of, um, I used to have a lot of fears and, and a lot of mental blocks about things, but I, I'm so surprised with how much I've overcome since I've been here. I can't wait to get back in the fall. Um, so I, I see that hunger coming back for them, and they're finding their way. And the last call that we had, we talked about looking forward and focusing. Let's look forward. Let's get through this. Let's you know decide what we're going to leave this year with, and let's get through this. And you can see them. You can see them coming around. I'm excited about the fall because our team is always hungry. But man, are they going to be hungry when they get back on campus? So it's going to be fun. 
Boy, isn't that the truth? And that's a great approach looking forward and can't wait, you know, till you get back, uh, get everybody together and, and are competing again. Uh, some people may have the question, uh, hey, acrobatics and tumbling, they split their schedule, fall schedule, and then a, a spring schedule. Uh, the NCAA gave spring sports student athletes an additional year, but uh, that, that unfortunately doesn't apply to your team, does it? It actually does. We are. Oh, it does. Sport. Okay. So um, we are NCAA wise, we are a spring sport. So we don't have a fall competitive season. We train in the fall, but safety reasons, um, just because of what everything it takes to get them together and and to a good place to compete, we do not compete in the fall. So our competition season is February the 1st through April the 28th. So per NCAA legislation, we are a spring sport. So we were offered um, the other year. And we have... We had six seniors this year, six athletes that were finishing up, and three of them are considering um, a, an extra year. And, I mean, I I love these athletes, so I welcome them all back. <laughs> you know, I, there's no, if they want to come back, I'm totally open to that. It's complex with equivalency sports, right. um, and, and we just have to they, – they have to figure that out. So from my end, there is zero pressure to come back. Um, and then zero pressure to not come back. I, I want it to be something um, that they want to do and that, that works for their family financially because um, equivalency sports are, you know, not headcount, so there's not full rides. So sometimes there's some complexity there for that. So, I, you know, I've given them all the information, and there's three that are considering. Um, and then we'll see. You know, if they come back, I, I want it to be epic. Um, and if they decide not to come back, I want them to end this year in an epic way. And we just have to figure out how we want to do that. Um, and we, we still control that story. So if they, the majority of them decide to come back, I mean, how, how would that be as far as you kind of navigating the waters with them all on the team at the same time? I mean, is that, does that kind of squeeze a couple people out or, or exactly how does that work? For us, I don't think, you know, I, I think there's a conversation to be had for sure if, if uh, these three end up coming back. Um, but I do, I, I think it's a conversation, but I do not foresee it being an issue on our team. We don't have a, that's, you know, dynamic wise, um, we would not hit a ceiling of student athletes. So it wouldn't keep okay. anyone from being on the team. Gotcha. You know, we, and, and I guess this year the NCAA wouldn't, I think the squad limits are kind of, excuse this next year anyway if I'm not mistaken but it wouldn't affect us in that way with acrobatics and tumbling the bigger thought for me is you know um if you have these seniors coming back let's talk I will want to talk to the rising juniors and talk about what that looks like for them and and I do not foresee it being an issue uh, the our the dynamic and, and the philosophy and, and the culture of our team is usually whatever's best for Baylor University like right. we're all in this together whatever's best so I, I foresee that being the same thought process here well, it was a fun season. Uh, unfortunately, it just ended too soon. Uh, you know, the big wins that you had at home over Oregon uh, and then Gannon uh, at home also, those were a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, I, I guess technically you can't hang another banner in the Farrell Center, even though y'all were number one <laughs> and clearly number one in the nation. We'll have to wait till next year for that. I know. And you know what? I, I try not to have regrets or look back because it's no use in looking back, right? But I – we were so excited for this year, the end of this year, because our trajectory was just going in the right direction. And so many people said, you know, those beginning of the year media day, John, we talked about, you know, um, is this a rebuilding year? We lost so many All-Americans and we lost, you know, some really talented seniors. 
And this team's trajectory was just straight up. And the things, the improvements they made in the meets and just where we were going, you know, in the, every meet they got a little bit better. The tumbling passes they were getting, it was just so much fun. I was, I was journaling about this team because I want to remember it for as long as I coach, just watching these freshmen and these sophomores realize like, wow, I got to step up and I have to do something and the things they were accomplishing. So that's the biggest thing for me is, man, I really wanted to see this, the end of this epic year where these freshmen and sophomores rose to the occasion. We have some great juniors and seniors, don't get me wrong, but only like 11 total juniors and seniors of 45, 43. So that was uh, that, you know, that was when I look back at it, I'm like, ah, dang, but there's a reason for all of it, you know? Um, And I think it'll just be whether the seniors come back or not, just an epic year for them next year and, and less them really hungry. So I, uh, I don't expect anything less from, from these uh, athletes coming back. Well, it's good to hear your voice, and we appreciate you being on with us this morning, and we'll uh, see you face-to-face at some point down the road here. But thanks for sharing <laughs> with us this morning, and, uh, and you all be safe. Thanks very much. Thanks so much, John. Talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks very much. Felicia Mulkey, Baylor's acrobatics and tumbling head coach. And uh, I learned something there, uh, Q. I I thought uh, that they wouldn't fall under that uh, NCAA uh, mandate of being able to extend, uh, you know, another year because of being a spring sport. So I learned that they can. So that's good news there. Yeah, no, it really is. And I was kind of surprised and shocked uh, like you were when uh, she said that it was, you know, that they were considered the the spring sport. And so, yeah, that's, that's great news for them. And on top of that, it seems like it's a little bit easier to welcome them all back as long as the, you know, the, the uh, athletes can make that work for them, but it, it sounds like uh, you know it's a little bit easier to get them all in and and uh, get them on the floor and competing. Yeah, and you could hear in her voice, man. She she knew this was a special team this mm-hmm. year and was really you know they really prime for a stretch run. They want to be good every time out, but just get better as the year goes on and then really peak at the national championships uh, in April. And uh, you can tell they just didn't have that opportunity to get out on the floor, you know, here when they're competing at their best this time of the year. Right. And, and coaches know. Coaches know when they have that special group and that right, special right. unit. And you could tell, like you mentioned, uh, it was in her voice that they were a special, special unit. And she's talking about uh, she was uh, documenting them, keeping them in their journal, like writing it down about how <laughs> great this uh, t- team was. So. So, yeah, just a shame that they weren't able to finish things out. But, again, it's really good news that if they choose to come back, they can. Appreciate Felicia Mulkey, Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling head coach, on with us this morning. Hey, we'll take a break. Back with more in just a moment. We're brought to you by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Locations in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane and in Bryan. They are open Monday through Friday, 730 to 5, Saturday 8 to noon, 24-7. They're available on the web at pioneerboys.com. Basically, they're your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. If you're building a metal building or a uh, maybe a barn dominium, that's the hottest thing going. You don't know how to get started. The guys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe will help you find the best contractor for the project. They service the largest selection of metal building contractors in Central Texas and would be happy to point you in the right direction. They've been around a long time, serving 
serving Central Texas since 1943. John Embry and his family know the business, Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They have had the same ownership, same family-operated business covering four generations, which, as you know, is very rare in today's business environment. You can trust them. They know the business. Give them a call or check them out on the web at pioneerboys.com. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. It is Mark Vidal, Baylor Bear uh, forward on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Who is the Big 12's uh, best trash talker? Is it uh, somebody? <laughs> what do you do yeah, to get under people's skin? Do you have a certain go-to that, that really seems to throw people off? Uh, yeah, like Tim uh, Garnett was saying, like, I want to see what you got. You know, uh, me and you both put a lot of hours in the gym. So I study you. I watch film on you. I want to see your weakness. I want to know if you got a weak, a weak right hand, left hand. Do you get frustrated? You know, if I dunk on you, if you, you know, what's going to happen? If I follow you, what's going to happen? So I do a lot of those things like Dennis Rodman and some of those guys. You do like Lambert used to get a lot of guys' skin. You know, I watch some of those highlights. I know the right things to tell you to get under your skin. And uh, I can give you examples, but I'm not. <laughs> We're on air. It's the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's Matt Mosley Show presented by Central National Bank with branches in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Bank different. Bank central. Central. National Bank. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox Monday through Fridays, 3 to 6. At Baylor University, students can shine in their own way. Or should we say their own ways? Because there's no limit to the ways Baylor students make the world a brighter place. Whether they're leading a student organization or following a higher calling, getting advice from faculty, or taking part in world-class research, pursuing their dreams, or working toward their dream job, students find their place to shine at Baylor, where lights shine bright. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries, celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas. Our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues, whether it's your foot, ankle, or your hand or wrist, knee or shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic. Trust the doctors at Baylor Trust, Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our goal is to get you back in the game. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, Diamore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. Diamore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Myatt Fuels. You call, we haul is a high-quality fuel and lubricant distribution company based out of Clifton and West. Myatt Fuels provides our local area with a wholesale delivery of on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol. Myatt Fuels has been in Central Texas for several years and based their success on the company's values, integrity, and commitment to their clients with superior service and dedication. Call Nick at Myatt Fuels with all your off-road, farm, on-road, and gasoline delivery needs. Now available non-ethanol gasoline. Call 675 8107 Myatt Fields or look them up on Facebook. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6. Saturday, 8 to 5. Monday on the Matt Mosley Show, Baylor defensive coordinator Ron Roberts joined the show to talk about his opportunity at Baylor as a defensive coordinator and also what he was able to get done with the players before things shut down due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah, I mean, it was a little foundation. we got to go ahead and install the basic parts of defense. So we've got a very dedicated group of young men. I mean, the way they pick things up so fast and, and get, just be a pleasure to work with all the questions they're asking. So it, it's a good, intelligent group of young men, and, and uh, I'm excited to work with them. Also in coaching news, Lake Belton High School is named Zane Johnston as the school's first boys basketball head coach. Johnston has been an assistant coach with UMHB the last eight seasons and will be a guest on Unnecessary Roughness with Ward White and me at 1.30 this afternoon. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Back with us, John Morris Show, on this Tuesday morning. Do appreciate you being with us. Great to visit with Felicia Mulkey, Baylor uh, acrobatics and tumbling head coach. Always great to visit with her and uh, get the uh, get the latest on her and her program and what they're doing during this time. And man, just a, just a, you know tough end, uh, abrupt end of their season, like it was for all of the spring sports this year. Uh, basketball played through the regular season, but you know never got to the Big Twelve championship uh, games. There were two games that were played in. Kansas City on the men's side of the Big 12 tournament, and then everything was shut down from there. The women's uh, tournament, Big 12 tournament, never got started, and then there was no NCAA tournament uh, this year for men's or women's basketball. But uh, in uh, in preparation for March Madness, uh, CBS sent a crew to Waco in, uh, I want to say mid-February uh, was the time when Dana Jacobson and a CBS crew were here to do a feature on Baylor and specifically on Freddie Gillespie and of course it never had a chance to run during March Madness but did run on the CBS Morning News where Dana Jacobson uh, works and uh, anchors there Uh, so uh, as I watched this I thought the audio would work just the audio of this feature so here is that CBS feature on Freddie Gillespie that was destined to run during March Madness. College basketball's Final Four was scheduled to be played today. Instead, because of the coronavirus, the NCAA tournament was canceled for the first time in its 81-year history. Seasons and dreams ended, like those of the Baylor Bears. The team set a school and conference record this season with a 23-game winning streak. One of the reasons for Baylor's success, the play of Freddie Gillespie, who, as we found out in early March, is a lesson in perseverance and faith. So this is the gym where you lived. Yes, yes. (laughs) This is where I spent the last three years of my life, is (laughs) working tirelessly in here. Freddie Gillespie had no other choice. Arriving at Baylor, a perennial NCAA tournament team and pool for NBA talent, out of little-known Carleton College. Have you had a kid like Freddie before? Never, and I think uh, you just don't have players today starting out at a Division three school, playing a total of 16 minutes for a whole year, and then coming to the highest level. Scott Drews in his 17th season as the Bears head coach. When he came here, I joked, but he struggled to score by himself in the gym, and what I meant by that is he was just real raw. As a kid in Minnesota, Gillespie poured his athleticism into football, not basketball. 
His first organized attempt at hoops didn't come until the eighth grade. I didn't love it at first. I liked, I loved being with my friends, like, because yeah. uh, the, the teammates that I play football with, uh, almost all of them played basketball too. But the sport itself, I was like, all right. I mean, I, I, anytime I touched someone, it was a foul. I was like, this is, this is, like, this is lame. I don't, I don't want to do this. But after a year off and a growth spurt, which put him at six four, Gillespie gave basketball another shot. And something changed. I was a bit more mature, a bit more athletic, a bit more coordinated by that time. So I, at that point, I started to really kind of fall in love with it. Um, junior year, I decided that I really kind of wanted to play at the next level, play in college. Um, but I didn't really see Division One as an opportunity. Division Three was, and Carleton College, the small liberal arts school close to Gillespie's Minneapolis area home, is where he landed. So, so I thought I can go there, still get a nice, solid degree, play bass on the side, and then kind of get out of my system and then go work my office job. I like that. Get it, get it out of my yeah, system. Yeah. <laughs> you did not get it out of your system. I did not, no. It only, it only, I only grew to love the game more and more. Gillespie didn't play his freshman year, but got time in the rotation in his sophomore season. Just like in high school, that's when something changed. I was getting better each game. I thought, you know, I really feel like there's more to this in me. I could really kind of play at the, the next level, like at a higher level. And then one day I'm just watching a, a UNC game and talking about the size and the length and the athleticism, saying, you know, the one guy's a 7'2 wingspan, I'm a 7'6, um, talking about the verticals. And I thought, I have all that, so what's stopping me? And it just kind of clicked. I thought I should be a Division One. Gillespie shared his dream with his parents. Just really showed me how strong mother's love is because she didn't even bat nine. She's like, okay, for sure, this is what you want, this is what you feel. Uh, well, then we'll figure it out. People don't get D3 to D1 does not happen. It doesn't. Jared Nunes, an assistant on the Baylor staff, got a tip about Gillespie from his dad, a high school coach and former college star in Minnesota, who's also a Gillespie family friend. My dad always said, you know, if he just came to Baylor and had an opportunity to get to have us work with him, that, you know, sky would be the limit for him. So. Gillespie's open. Most of our walk-ons are about six foot, six foot two. So you get a six nine guy with a seven six wingspan that wants to walk on. I mean, you are receptive. Uh, <laughs> at the same time, you don't necessarily know if they're going to uh, flourish and, and turn out like Freddie obviously has. Oh, beauty! What a great setup again. They didn't have a scholarship for you. They made it clear if you're going to come here, Freddie, this is going to be a walk-on. Yeah. That had to be a big decision. It was. I talked to my mom about it, my dad about it, and um, basically say, you know, it's just how much do you really you know, believe in yourself? You know, we believe in you, but are you going to put the work in? You got to really take that big step and, and walk out on faith. So that's what I did. But that's always tough still. Which brought Gillespie to this gym at Baylor. He sat out that first walk-on year, which might best be described as his workout year. He really benefited from uh, our strength coach, our nutrition program, and all the resources that you get at a Power 5 school like Baylor. At the same time, all the boring things that nobody really wants to spend time on, he embraced that. Working on right, left-hand layup, reverse right-hand, reverse left layup. It's and like learning your ABCs. ABCs, the very basic, one, two, three, four. You learn a foreign language, you got to count to ten. Yeah, I just remember just having, just being raw to the point where it was almost unbearable. So how did you bear it? I, what I really told myself is, okay, everyone in this gym, no matter who they are, started out where I was at some point. Now, they may have been seven years old when they were at, at my level, or I may have been 11, and they got to this point, so if they can do it, then I can too. And when Gillespie began doubting himself, it was his mother who reminded him of a quote from a commercial featuring NBA star Blake Griffin. Something my college coach told me was you have to fall in love with the process of becoming great.
when you're tired, exhausted, when you don't want to go to practice, you have to enjoy that and find enjoyment in that in order to continue. So that's kind of just what I did. I just learned to love, you know, the obstacles, the bad games, the ups and downs and all of it. The result? Gillespie was awarded a scholarship to play at Baylor starting last season. That was uh, one, definitely one of the highlights of my life. Just because, um, you know, confirmed all the hard work and, you know, confirmed that the people that did believe in me, that they were right and um, that I was right. Second opportunity for Gillespie. This season, as a redshirt senior, Gillespie was named a full-time starter. Gillespie able to finish it off. He was an integral part of a historic run for the Bears. And when we visited Gillespie, Baylor was on track for a number one seed in the NCAA tournament. Ten for Gillespie. How much fun are you having now in a game that you learned to love in high school? I mean, it's even better than I imagined. Um, Every game is amazing, and also the guys that I'm sharing it with, too, are just phenomenal. I mean, having a great season, you know, also helps. Breaking some, uh, some records, that always makes it a bit more fun. The coronavirus would strike next. The NCAA making it official. There will not be a tournament this season. The NCAA tournament canceled, and the Bears run over. But Freddie Gillespie's time in the game may not be. Is the NBA a dream of yours, to play in the NBA? Yeah, actually it is. I mean, I love the game, and that's the high, and I want to play at the highest level, so I would not want to play against the very best of the best. I said, to me, you have to at least try. I mean, uh, so at least you know. I mean, if you don't try, then you just, you just told yourself no. I said, for me, someone's going to have to come and tell me, no, you weren't good enough, and even then that might not be enough. A couple draft boards right now have them as a late second-round pick, so keep watching. We'll be right back. It's Dana Jacobson, courtesy of uh, CBS. CBS This Morning is where the feature aired. And, uh, again, it was destined to air during March Madness, uh, but never made it there. But uh, great, great story on Freddie Gillespie. He's the Big 12's most improved player this year. First time Baylor has had a player win that award from the Big 12 of the most improved. He was also a member of the all-defensive team uh, of the Big 12. Freddie, uh, Davion Mitchell, and Mark Vidal uh, were on the all-defensive team. So Baylor had three of the five on the Big 12's all-defensive team this year. And, uh, of course, uh, for Baylor, 26-4 and four is where they finished. 23-game uh, winning streak in there, uh, longest in Big 12 history. And ranked number one in the nation for a five-week span, longer than any team had held the number one spot in the nation in the AP poll since Kentucky of 2015. So Freddie uh, averaged nine and a half points, uh, 9.1 rebounds per game this year, very consistent all year, a huge part of that. And uh, Q, he's one of those guys that uh, I really felt uh, the worst for uh, not being able to finish out his career as a senior in the Big 12 tournament and then in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, just because you know all the work that he put in to get where he was and, you know, hearing stories like that never gets old. You know, we hear a lot of stories in sports that aren't so fun and aren't so, uh, you know, kind of just uh, gravitating, but that that's that story right there, Freddie Gillespie, and I know there's others, obviously, throughout sports as well, but that that's just a fun story and, and just to hear the hard work that a young man put in to, to get where he is and now he's, you know, he's reaping the benefits of it now. Yeah, and a great guy, too. Just a great uh, uh, personality, frame of mind, hardworking, all of that. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, fun to see the success story that's not over. I mean, his time at Baylor may be over, but there's more to the success story of Freddie Gillespie ahead. All right, let's take a break. Uh, we'll be back, uh, wrap things up in the hour. We appreciate you being with us. John Morris Show brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. 
Anderson with the rebound. Three seconds, two seconds, one second. They will play it out, and the Lady Bears can now celebrate. It's celebration time for the clinching the Big 12 title outright. And now the Lady Bears will celebrate their 10th consecutive Big 12 regular season title, cut down the nets. The home for Lady Bear basketball, ESPN Central Texas. At Baylor University, students find their place to shine. They're faithful friends and inspirational leaders. They're championship teammates and independent thinkers. They're on the cutting edge of high tech and in the halls of history. If you want to make the world a brighter place, you can. And if you want to shine in your own way, you can. The spark you need is already inside you. Bring it to Baylor, where lights shine bright. Save big with Genco. Refinance your car or truck and enjoy no payments for 90 days. Super low rates, as low as 2.59%, will save you even more. And each week, we'll draw two loans to win $100 cash. That's no payments for 90 days. Lower your payment and a chance to win $100 cash. Apply online today at GencoFCU.org. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval. Membership eligibility and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Member NCUA, equal housing lender. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries, celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas. Our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues, whether it's your foot, ankle, or your hand or wrist, knee or shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic. Trust the doctors at Baylor Trust, Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our goal is to get you back in the game. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. Monday on the Matt Mosley Show, Baylor defensive coordinator Ron Roberts joined the show to talk about his opportunity at Baylor as a defensive coordinator and also what he was able to get done with the players before things shut down due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah, I mean, there's a little foundation. we got to go ahead and install the basic parts of defense. So we've got a very dedicated group of young men. I mean, the way they pick things up so fast and, and get, just be a pleasure to work with all the questions they're asking. So it, it's a good, intelligent group of young men, and, and uh, I'm excited to work with them. Also in coaching news, Lake Belton High School is named Zane Johnston as the school's first boys basketball head coach. Johnston has been an assistant coach with UMHB the last eight seasons and will be a guest on Unnecessary Roughness with Ward White and me at 1.30 this afternoon. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Today's JMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. 
Back with this final segment, wrap things up on this Tuesday morning. John Morris and Q here in the 9 a.m. hour. Uh, Q, what do you guys have uh, coming up between noon and 3 today? Uh, we got a locked and loaded show. It's kind of what we do. Uh, Patrick Walker from CBS Sports, he'll be joining us at 1230 to talk all things Cowboys and NFL, NFL Draft, all that good stuff that's coming up. At 1.30, pretty excited to have Zane Johnston. Uh, he's going to be the new or they're going to be the first uh, boys basketball head coach at Lake Belton, the new high school there in Belton. So excited about that. Uh, 2 p.m., Tim Watkins from BearsIllustrated.com will join us to talk all things Baylor Bears and couple recruits that they've been able to land, a couple commitments that they've been able to get lately. Going to just kind of dip into the recruiting world as far as Baylor goes with Tim Watkins. I'll be at 2 o'clock. And then we continue with our ESPN Central Texas NFL mock draft. We're up to pick number 9, which is the Jaguars. So I'll have Mike DiRocco from ESPN.com joining us at 2.30 to make the pick and be responsible for what the Jaguars do moving forward. It's all on him. (laughs) Very good. Very good. All right. Stay tuned for that. Coming up noon to 3 today. Matt Mosley is back 3 to 6 this afternoon all right here on ESPN Central Texas. I mentioned a couple of birthdays before we get out of here. Uh, Today's Coach Ronnie Bowles' birthday. Coach, happy birthday to you. Uh, Phil Taylor's birthday today. Phil, uh, former defensive uh, tackle for the Bears, transferred here from Penn State. And today is uh, Big Phil's birthday. Uh, Sean Hollister works for the uh, Big 12 Conference uh, office, video services there. Today is uh, Sean's birthday today. And let's see, that's all I've got. Oh, it's Melody Hancock's birthday today. Also a friend of uh, our family, friend of my wife. So happy birthday to uh, Melody. And that's all I've got birthday-wise for today, Q. I don't have any. (laughs) Gotcha. No problem. (laughs) No birthdays for me. (laughs) Gotcha. No problem at all. Well, the sun is shining. It looks like it's going to be a a, uh, beautiful day. It's going to get warm. Uh, Mid-80s today and possibly 90 tomorrow here in central Texas. So uh, it's going to be really warm today and tomorrow, but nice to see the sun out there. And uh, take advantage of that. I think another front blows through and high is going to be 72, I think, on, on Thursday and in the 60s on Friday. So continued up and down but uh not bad at all kind of kind of you know warms your warms your spirit uh and warms you literally when the sun is out and just a you know nice day weather-wise just helps things seem better no it really does but you know i meant to tell you that we never really got that big heavy rainstorm that i was expecting and anticipating and i actually was looking forward to we never really got that we got a i think what uh friday it it stormed pretty bad for a while but then it kind of just tailed off over the weekend and we never got what i anticipated getting I know, exactly. We talked about that. And remember, I mowed on Thursday, yeah. you know, to get ahead of that rain, and I did. But, uh, you know, not the not the deluge that uh, was being predicted. So, yeah, didn't get that. Uh, I think, yeah, just hold off. There's more rain coming, I think, <laughs> later this week. Right. <laughs> no doubt. More rain coming our way. Well, we appreciate you being with us today. Thanks uh, for tuning in. Uh, and we invite you to uh, stay here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, Unnecessary Roughness, Q and Ward and Stephen, noon to 3, and then Matt Mosley and Stephen Simcox from 3 to 6, all right here on ESPN Central Texas. And and where we started uh, today, one year ago today, was uh, Baylor 
Lady Bears National Championship win over Notre Dame. So fun to uh, reminisce and look back at that, uh, the National Championship victory over Notre Dame, 82-81 for Baylor's third national title. And that was, uh, this is the anniversary, the one-year anniversary of that big win for Baylor in Tampa to win the national title. Thanks to Coach uh, Felicia Mulkey, who was on with us, Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling. Appreciate her and uh, giving an update on her student-athletes and her sport and what's going on there. And, uh, Q, you were telling me uh, offline, uh, first time you've ever really uh, talked to or, or heard from uh, Felicia Mulkey, and she's impressive. I mean, she she runs an impressive program, and you can tell why uh, Baylor's won five straight national championships in the sport with Felicia Mulkey and her staff uh, heading up the program. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's, it's she's one of those people I could tell from just talking to her for the few minutes that we had to talk to her today. She just has that uh, infectious type uh, personality. You know, it's one of those where you just you kind of want to continue to talk to her because she's just warm and welcoming. And I know that probably is a weird saying, but uh, whatever. I mean, it's she's just one of those, like I said, yeah. one of those people that you just kind of gravitate to and enjoy talking with. And I always uh, like to talk to people like that. So she's definitely one of those. Yeah, I agree completely. And uh, and, and I told you, uh, she texted me after she finished and said, sorry, I felt like I didn't have much energy this morning. <laughs> I said, what are you talking about? You always have great energy, and I thought she did today as well. So uh, we appreciate Coach Felicia Mulkey being on with us, and then I uh, hope you enjoyed hearing uh, the uh, CBS feature on Freddie Gillespie. You can find that and see the video that goes along with it on social media. Uh, just search uh, Baylor Men's Basketball or or Baylor Athletics, uh, uh, probably the CBS accounts would have it as well. But I know you can find it uh, at Baylor uh, Men's Basketball, uh, the feature on Freddie Gillespie that CBS did that uh, never had a chance to run during March Madness. But CBS This Morning ran it this past weekend. All right, thanks for being with us. Q, thank you very much. And Lord willing, we'll talk to everybody tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Be safe here on ESPN Central Texas. So the things that they can do on the floor are just ridiculous.